Here we go, the post-Super Bowl edition of it. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yep. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself. Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. Yes, I would be your host. I am Stretch. And uh, I just really got done watching the Super Bowl. I watched the Super Bowl and then I watched the show after. I know that always has the biggest ratings of anything on network television. If if the Super Bowl's on network television this year was was on CBS and right after they came out with when I looked at the show and I saw all the advertisements for it I'm like oh they're trying to kind of do a knockoffs of uh, Reacher which is an Amazon series that's been real successful very similar in a lot of ways it's called Tracker not Reacher <laughs> I was like really but uh, uh wasn't bad it wasn't great it was like eh but I watched that I watched the Super Bowl and I will tell you up until the fourth quarter, I thought that was about the worst Super Bowl I had ever seen, including the worst Super Bowl halftime show that uh, I know there was a lot, apparently a lot of guest appearances. I never made it there. I literally was like, I walked out of the room, I came back in, it was on, and I was like, this is the most cheesy, awful, what, why bother Super Bowl halftime show ever? Like, why would they do that? Usher, when's the last time Usher had a hit? Like, why? It just made no sense. Maybe Usher's safe. You know, he's not going to do anything scandalous, so maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. It was was freaking garbage, so I turned that off. I ended up going, turning that off, going over at halftime and watching some fights on a UFC from on ESPN plus that were on the night before. And I just kind of fast forwarded through them and watched a couple of fights and then came back after halftime and went back into the game. And it was a terrible game. I was about to turn it off when it finally got interesting there in the fourth quarter and then the overtime. So congratulations to the chiefs. Congratulations to uh, Taylor Swift. I think she is made this season much more interesting. I know people hate her now, like, there's been backlash on her because the, they put the camera on her all the time. Well, that's because the NFL, I saw a stat. Remember, they break down money everywhere, and it's nothing about, you know, the whole world is about nothing but money. And they say that uh, Taylor was just her presence this season, you know, partly through when she came out as dating uh, Travis Kelsey, that they've made $400 million off of her mostly in the sales to young girls of Travis Kelsey gear who now love Taylor and now love Travis Kelsey. And they're now all of a sudden Kansas City Chiefs fans. And then you get that team and that team goes away to the Super Bowl and wins it. Ah, pretty good. Pretty good for them. So, um, I mean, I, I know the NFL's happy she's around. I got to tell you, she's good for the sport. She's bringing... She's doing what they haven't been able to do. Basically, football's football. You got your fan base. If you're not interested in football, you're not going to watch football. If you are, you've already been watching it probably your whole life. There's not a lot of late converts. There's some, like sometimes somebody will marry someone that wasn't into football and they're a big fan, so they get into it because of their spouse or whatever, or, or you know, a roommate, whatever it is. That, that happens. I do see that, but... That's a very small marginal number. It's not massive growth every year. And to pick up the number of fans they might have picked up with 
especially fans that would have never watched football. It's it's a win for the NFL. Win-win. So shout out to them. The right team won. I did not have a dog in the race. I do not care about the Kansas City Chiefs. I do not care about the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't like them and I don't dislike them. So I really was incredibly neutral. I didn't care. I just wanted a good game, of which it ended up being, but was really a bad game for a really long time. Oh, man. So I, I was whatever. And the halftime show was terrible. Uh, let's talk commercials. I know I'm supposed to be talking about health and fitness and working out, but you know, it was the biggest thing going on in the world yesterday was the damn uh, Super Bowl. So we're going to talk about it. And I know too that I saw this story and they said, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a podcast with Travis Kelsey and his brother. I forget what they call it, but it's the, him and his brother who was on the Eagles. Remember last year they played each other in the Super Bowl, which was really interesting. And now Travis Kelsey, man, that dude's a storyline every year for the Super Bowl. And he mentioned how much it was costing him to for the you know for family and friends to go to the game and, and how expensive it was getting to go to the Super Bowl. And then they said that it was $2.5 million for a suite. $2.5 million. And Taylor was in a suite. Now, when your girlfriend is a billionaire, and you're, don't get me wrong, Travis Kelsey is not poor. He's not hurting. But he's a freaking slum dog compared to Taylor. Taylor Swift is a billionaire. Taylor Swift is worth a freaking fortune. She's worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars more than he is. So did she buy the suite? Or did he, now, now I'm interested. Now I'm all of a sudden into the, the Taylor Swift thing. Like, did she buy the suite? Or did Travis go, damn, my girlfriend's going to come. And just for the record, too, the girl had a concert the day before in Japan. So as soon as she got done with her concert, she jumped on her private jet and hauled ass out of there to get to Las Vegas to go to the game today or yesterday by the time you hear this. So that's impressive. That had to cost her a lot. That's not cheap. And she also had some other uh, uh, musical artist up there with her, some chick named something Spice. I, I don't know who it is because I'm not cool with all the cool kids and I'm out of that world a very, very long time now, removed from that world, and my kids are old. So I don't know who... Uh, those people are. I know who Taylor Swift is. My daughter loved Taylor Swift when she was little, and she still loves Taylor Swift. But I can tell you that that if my girlfriend made billions, even though I made, you want to be the cool guy and do the right thing. It's like, hey, it's my game. You're coming to see me. I'm gonna go ahead and pay for it. But two point five million dollars is a lot. If you only made and only, I don't know how much Travis Kelsey makes, but it's tens of millions. Maybe 10, you know, say he's got a 10, makes 10, 12 million a year. That's jack crap compared to what she makes. He makes a lot of money, but she makes a F ton of money. I mean, an F. There's no one like she could buy a damn NFL team (laughs) at some point. She's got that kind of money. So I hope she bought the suite. And then, then I'm thinking, okay. You've just got to be like Taylor Swift rich to get a suite. For $2.5 million, you could buy a nice house in Los Angeles, let alone anywhere else in America. You could buy a bunch of houses in a lot of states for $2.5 million. You could buy a compound. You could buy a ranch. 
So you get a suite for one game at the Super Bowl, and they're like, yeah, but it was catered with really nice food, and they gave this menu, and it was like, okay, that's really cool and really stupid because that's such a waste of money. Trust me, you're never going to get a better – I've never been to a Super Bowl, and I'm a huge football fan. In fact, I haven't been to a professional game since the Raiders played at the Coliseum was the last time I went to a professional football game. It's been a very, very, very long time. I I went to a non-NFL professional football uh, game, and I've been to a lot of college games in those years, but – I haven't been to a – it's just expensive. Like, I can't even buy tickets to a game, let alone a $2.5 million suite. So, that's just insane. Um, Commercial-wise, I there was a few things that stuck out. Uh, Timu has got a lot of Super Bowl ads. I saw they were running a heavy ad schedule. And that was interesting because I love me the Timu. I know a lot of people are like, don't buy anything in Timu. It's garbage. It's cheap. It is. It is. But I can't help myself. I buy. I still buy on Timu, and I'll go on Timu, and I'll go down that rabbit hole and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I got to buy. I deleted the app from my phone trying to not buy stuff anymore, but I still log in and buy stuff. And it's, it's good stuff. I love it. The last thing I bought was a cover for my generator, and I loved it, and it was cheap. It was good stuff. So you can't go wrong with the old Timu. Uh, I also found that the best commercial, the Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial was funny for Allstate, where he was like, like a good neighbor. And they were like, it's neighbor. And he's like, that's what I said, neighbor. And funny. And then they brought in Danny DeVito to say neighbor for him. And that was a good commercial. The Uber Eats one, I've been, it's kind of leaked out online. They stole the thunder from that. But it was funny where uh, Jennifer Aniston and... God, uh, what's his name? The guy that played Ross. Ross and Rachel were both on there. But they were themselves, uh, David Schwimmer, and she didn't know him. But it, And then it had a bunch of people in that commercial, that had, like all kinds of people. But the best to me, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial, I don't even like them. I don't like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Like, it's just whatever. And I have to tell you, that, that commercial was funny. Like, Jennifer was in the studio, and then Ben got got a his friends together and he had a boy band and they were the dunkers or whatever. <laughs> they came in singing about Dunkin' Donuts and they were a boy band and he had Matt Damon there and they were all dressed up in these like weird ass jumpsuits. And Matt Damon was like, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Like, this is stupid. And then their DJ was Tom Brady. It was funny. That was a really funny commercial. I liked that one. I only saw it once, but you spend so much damn money on those commercials. I could see it only airing one time. But that was my take on the Super Bowl. I didn't think, you know, like San Francisco didn't blow it. I feel bad for, you know, the team that loses always. But they didn't blow it. They played a really good game. That quarterback played a really good game. Nothing bad to say about that kid. That guy was the last guy drafted in the draft the year he came out of college. The last guy. Mr. Irrelevant. He lives at home still because he doesn't have any money. He drives like a like an old Toyota pickup truck. Once again, we're feeling sorry for this guy. He makes like $800,000 a year, which is the minimum you can make in the NFL. And he's the freaking starting quarterback in the Super Bowl today. So he's going to make a lot more money in the future, but he's still not going to be making Taylor Swift money, that's for sure. Yeah, I like that one. But... 
Uh, back to fat to fit or else. I am still running on really, really light workouts. Like I'm, I am dialed it back. The shoulder is effed. My foot is effed. I can tell you, I already, I'm putting off going back to the foot doctor because they're going to want to do surgery on my foot. So I know I have surgery on my shoulder coming, and then as soon as I go back to the foot doctor, because once a tendon is completely severed, the only way to fix it is to do surgery and to reattach it. And I don't like surgeries. That is not my thing. I do not like surgeries. And the recovery on a foot surgery, and it's on the bottom of the foot where this is, I'm going to end up having to wear a boot and walk around. And it's just like, no, 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 no. I try to bear the pain. I, I knew it's been t severed for a while, but now it's really starting to hurt. It's really starting to hurt. Like the it, every step I take, it feels like there is. It, it, I've always had the the problem with the feet, where, but was like walking on a bruise. But it's like walking on a really bad bruise. Like ow, 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 ow! It hurts on the ball of my left foot. It is brutal, and it burns a lot. It burns. It, it like it, it's a burning pain. It's not. Which freaked me out initially because I thought it was diabetic nerve pain. And I'm like, great, they're going to chop off my foot. No, 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 no. I'm just a big, fat-ass idiot that's been working out trying to get healthy. And in the process, keeps snapping all my tendons. My tendons are going left and right. So I got three tendons blown in my shoulder and one completely severed in my foot. And I'm putting off going to the doctor because I know it's severed. And I don't want him to say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's severed. We got to go in there and do surgery. Oh, yeah? How about we shoot it full of freaking, uh, what is that crap they inject in there? Oh, God. Cortisone. That's it. Shoot it up with cortisone, make it stop hurting. But it all wears off. Ah, oh, getting old sucks. And that's what I've just really come around to the realization that I am old. I'm not going to be unold. You can't reverse aging. So this is just going to continue to happen the more I continue to push it. What's weird is I was with my son this weekend, and my son forgets that I am old and that I am uh, now fragile. And he was like, why don't you just go back to training in MMA? I'm like, do you understand what, how banged up I am? And I have a, as I'm working out, I snapped a tendon in my, or strained or pulled or popped a tendon in my elbow when I was doing MMA. And I was doing MMA a long time ago. I was 40 when I was doing that. And I, I was actually started in my 30s. And then when I hit 40, all of a sudden I started getting hurt a lot. And I wasn't doing anything any different. I wasn't going hard. I was just older and crap happens. And when you're Remember, I will tell you guys, lift. I always lift weights. I've always been really strong. And when I'm in MMA, if someone would get me in a hold where you, a normal person would submit, I would always know I could fight my way out of it. There would be a way I could get out of it. I could. Somebody gets me in an arm bar, I can roll into it, and then I could usually lift them up and then slam them on the ground, and they'll let go of my arm and then drop an elbow on them and then submit them. It is how my brain would work and that's how young stretch could do things well after 40 i'll forget never forget somebody had me in an arm bar 
and I rolled into it, and then when I went to lift him to slam him, I heard it go pop, pop. And I was like, oh, crap. And then I was out. I tried to keep going, but it was kind of like what's going on with this injury. And this is a note to anyone who is at 40 or older and, and attempting to get on a workout regimen, that once you get in a little injury, you really need to just shut it down. Because until that heals up completely, if you don't let it heal up completely however long that takes, it's never going to heal. And that's what I did with my shoulder. Remember, this This has been six months. This happened in August, and I just said, screw it. I'm going to power through because I'm an idiot, and that's what idiots do. I power through, power through, power through, and you've got to let it heal. I eventually went to my teacher at, at the, the dojo, and I said, uh, yeah, I quit. I'm not coming back here anymore because I kept getting hurt. I'm like, and it's just stupid little injuries that are sidetracking me. And then I'd be, and by the way, you're paying for your membership there, but I'd be out for six weeks, out for eight weeks, out for nine weeks. And I'd be like, and I'm not growing anymore because I'm always injured with some nagging little injury. And if I try to power through the nagging little injury just stays with me for a long time. If I let it heal completely, I can come back fine, but and then I also, because I'm so big, they put me people that I hurt. So I didn't, I, I'm not that guy. I've never been that guy. I don't want to hurt someone. I don't even want to dominate. So I don't have a thing like, oh, see that guy right there? Or see, I bet you I could fight him and, and beat him. Like, I'm not opposed to fighting. And and I like the sport of MMA, but I never wanted to hurt people or, or beat people. That was never my thing. I'm not, but I'm also, I have nothing to prove. I've always been a really big guy. So that's never been something for me, like to be like, hey, I, I, should, I should fight that guy. No. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of people who be like, I want to fight that guy because he's the biggest guy in the room. And there's been that problem. But I've never been the dude to go out and start crap or, or want to, oh, I bet I could pin that guy so quick or so fast or submit that dude or knock that dude out. That's, that's not my thing. Never was that. So... I just stopped doing it, and my son was like, hey, you should do MMA again. I'm, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, do you, you, you remember what happened in MMA? I go, by the way, I've noticed certain exercises when I get going, I'll feel that, that elbow injury. So I know that never, because once a tendon is ripped, it's ripped. It doesn't regrow itself. You know, it, it, Then there's the full rip when you got to have the surgery, like I'm dealing with now on my shoulder, but I've got two non-full rips and a full rip, or an almost full rip, they say 95 or more percent torn through. So just take it easy or switch it up. I'm also thinking, and this may be a good thing that I'm doing this podcast, now that I'm doing Fat to Fit or Else and I'm trying to be on the fitness journey and I'm trying to hold myself accountable, I am seriously thinking of just really switching up how I do things completely. I may not ever go back to... Heavy, I'm, I can never lift heavy again. That's just, I'm going to blow out something else. I know it at this point. And, but I can blow it out going light. I'm going to be very strategic in what I do. I'm going to take it easy. And I'm, I guess I'm just going to try to lean out rather than, I always like to lean out and bulk up. That was always the fun thing for me because it was always fun to do. And I don't think I can do that anymore. So now I'm just going to have to be lean. And I don't want to be lean. I hate skinny guys. I don't want to be skinny guy. I'm going to be tall, beanpole, skinny guy. That's not good. 
But, you know, got to do what you got to do. So I'm going to figure out how I'm going to proceed here. I'm still bummed. I'm doing a lot of legs, which I've never done because I've had bad knees since I was in high school. I had bad knees. Coming out of high school, I had bad knees from doing wind sprints. Wind sprints in football with cleats on that have no sort of padding whatsoever. Wind sprints, wind sprints, wind sprints, wind sprints, wind sprints, because our coach was a dick and thought he would punish us constantly and make, running would make us better. And uh, and I was heavy then. So I'm heavy and I'm stomp, stomp, stomp in shoes that have zero support. Football cleats at that time were atrocious. And they gave us these ones from the school that were horrible. And they that's the beginning of my foot problems and my knee problems and all that crap happened right out of high school. So that was stupid, and I uh, regret that, but, you know, it is what it is. So now I'm going in. Every surgery I've had in my life so far, and I'm I'm happy with this, will have been a sports injury as opposed to, like, something's wrong with me or I'm sick or, like, God forbid, a disease or something like that. I've been lucky in that sense. I still don't want surgeries, but I've had two knee surgeries. Now I'm going in for the shoulder surgery. Oh, no, I had lipo. Remember when I did that on the radio? I had lipo a million years ago. And do you know what's weird? Even right now as a fat guy, I have abs. I can lift my shirt up and flex and have abs even though I'm fat. And it's something to do with the lipo that happened a million years ago when I was like 20 years ago when I was on the radio. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Because fat people shouldn't have abs. It's it's freaky weird. But, yeah, I can, I can look and say like, wow, there's a little bit of ab there. And I shouldn't have abs considering I have a massive amount of abdominal fat. <laughs> but I don't know. So if, if I get really ripped down, it's going to be weird to look at. Like, I don't know what, what kind of abomination I'm going to be if I get really skinny. I'm terrified of that. We'll have to check it out as I go on this journey and continue it on. I did pretty good on my snacks for the Super Bowl. Had a lot of chicken wings and not – I air fried them. So I had chicken wings and I air fried them. I ate a ton of those. And I ate some cheese sticks, which were – I bought these at Aldi over the weekend. When I go visit my son, I always go to Aldi. So I went to Aldi and I bought groceries at Aldi up before I came home. And I bought these things from their freezer section and they were called – Hawaiian cheese fries. And I'm like, I've never heard of that. But all they were were mozzarella cheese cut into the size of French fries. And they weren't battered at all. They had no batter on them. They were literally just pieces of cheese. And when they came out of the freezer, you know, they were frozen. So when I pulled them out of the freezer and dropped them in the air fryer, I was, I figured maybe they were just like a, like a mozzarella stick, but they are like a non-breaded mozzarella stick. They were really weird. They were good. I had those. And I had uh, chicken wings, all which falls into my diet. I also was out on Saturday for Valentine's Day. I took my wife and my daughter out. And then afterwards, there's a mall near my house that we were kind of like walking around. They went into some store and I'm like, oh, hell no. Am I going to go in there? So I walked next door to where there's an Irwan. And, and by the way, if, if you don't know what Irwan is, God bless you. You are, you are a better person than me. I have one by my house, so I know what it is. And when I worked in Malibu, there was one there and we would go. But it's just the most ridiculously overpriced 
hippy-dippy grocery store you will ever go in into your life. You think Gelson's is snooty? You take Gelson's and double the prices and make it 10 times snootier, and that's Irwan. And we have both Gelson's and Irwan right here by my house because I live in the land of snobby white people. And, like, I'm not kidding. You can go in there and buy a pizza. Like, Irwan's got really good food, and I'll buy food in there. My daughter likes the food there. But their sushi that they make, you know, grocery stores have sushi. They make sushi there, and it's like 20 bucks for a little thing, a little container of sushi when you get it from there. You're like, damn. But they also have, and I got to tell you, I went in there and was sucker to it because the wife and the daughter were in this store, and I walked next door to Irwan, and I got a sugar-free donut that was pretty effing good, and then I bought these things. I don't even know what they were called, but there was two of them in there, and they were basically sugar-free keto, like, giant Oreos. So it was like a hard chocolate wafer with, like, a cream filling. So it had a lot of fat in it, but it had no sugar in it, and it was effing delicious. (laughs) Their keto stuff or sugar-free stuff is so freaking good. I will give them that. They have really good stuff, but their products are all just really overpriced like i drink the to java iced tea the one liter bottles of iced tea i love those things i drink them drink them drink them you can get them now still sometimes on sale for like two bucks 227 or whatever at ralph's or vons i bought a bottle of that while i was there because i knew i was getting a snack and i wanted a drink and they don't sell any type of good soda they sell crap healthy bs soda so i bought the uh bottle of java and it was like 375 there just because it's Irwan. It's the same bottle I buy across the street for way less than that. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what I did. I uh, also went to the movies by myself on Sunday. I went to church, and then I went to the movies by myself. Saw something weird. I'll talk about that on the other podcast uh, that I'll do, but that is what I'm doing. Shout out to anybody that joined me over on the uh, other podcast. I appreciate you guys. Very, very cool. People have shown up and checked it out. If it's your thing, uh, uh, that's cool. And I dig that. So uh, one thing I can say too, I know uh, people have asked me like, why are you, why are you doing that podcast? Are, Are you like trying to make money on that or whatever? And I'm like, you know, what's weird. I listen to a lot of like Christian radio and talk and talk radio and music and that stuff. And the thing that I hate about it is they're always asking for money. And I'm like, in that topic in particular, God's not for sale. Like I'm doing that as a, as a service, like a public service. I'm not trying to make money on that. Now, if it comes around to where it's got a lot of people listening to it, I'll let them put commercials in and then I'll take that money and I'll, I'll give it away. But I'm not, I, I'm not looking that that's not a business. That's not something I'm trying to line my pockets with. I, I, I'm really put off by so many, every show they stop, they've got a 30 minute show and they'll stop and, and talk about how you should be giving them money so that they can keep doing what they're doing. And you know what? It doesn't cost that much. It does not cost that much. It really does. You know when it costs a lot? When you're putting it on radio stations and you're paying this huge, enormous fee to have your radio show or your podcast or whatever it is played on these radio stations and you need more money to do that. Well, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just letting it build its own audience on the World Wide Web and stream this thing. 
that's what I'm doing. So that's the same with this. I'm never, never going to ask you guys for money ever, 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 ever. I may put commercials in here and I got like Spira's my sponsor and I'll do stuff like that. And I ask, hey, if you're if you if you like the show, check out the sponsors sometime like that. That's it. But especially when it comes to the spiritual stuff, though, I, I, I really am opposed to people making money trying to it just seems to come from a wrong place. And I don't want to be that guy. And I don't want to be that guy. So that is not who I am. I, I came up with an idea, too, though. If I ever got the other podcast to that point, I would um, I would give the money to churches is what I would do. I know so many churches that are hurting now, like certain areas. Like I know uh, the church where I grew up is hurting, and it's because the demographics changed of that area. It was... I grew up in an Episcopal church, and there's not a lot of Episcopalians in Downey anymore. There are a lot of Catholics in Downey. So the Catholic churches are doing fine, but the Episcopalian church is hurting. I love that church. I owe that church so much of who I am, and it's been so great to my family. And just growing up, my childhood was wonderful, and I loved it. And it revolved around that church. And I would definitely kick money back to small churches that I think are hurting if that was the case. But... We will cross that bridge when it comes to it. We got to get the message out to people first, and that's the most important thing about that podcast. So that is up there. That is a question I have had, and I'm not going to uh, go out and buy a private jet. <laughs> I saw that guy. There's a video that's going viral of some, like, televangelist dude who they're like, really, do you need a private jet? And he's like, Tyler Perry gave me such a great deal on that private jet that I had to buy it. I'm like, you know, you are a criminal thief. You are stealing money from God is what you're doing. Oh, man. Yeah, let's not ever get that way. Let's keep everything free and send the message out that hopefully somebody needs to hear. I think that every time I do a show, somebody needs to hear this. Whoever needs to hear this is going to hear it. And, and, and so be it. And we'll move on. But this one here, if, if my message today, watch yourself if you're old like me. Be very careful. And if you start getting a pattern in your 40s of getting injured while working out or doing whatever exercise you really like, go ahead and switch it up because you're only going to get worse. And when you hit 50, it's going to get even worse. So I promise you that. All right, I got to go to bed. I got to get up early and go to work. Back to the grind on a Monday. I think we should all sue the NFL. Super Bowl should be on Saturday, not Sunday. And Halloween should be on the last Saturday of October, not a weeknight. And the world would be a better place with both of those things moved to Saturdays. But who am I? I don't know. You guys have a great uh, week. I will update you. I will get back in the gym. I will do some more stuff. I'll do what I can. And I'll have another podcast, a bonus pod, by the end of this week. Talk to you guys later.